welcome to another episode of the Mock Stars podcast. This is another edition of our set review for Phyrexia All Will Be One. Today we're talking about green. And if you don't know, you can find us in the description at our link tree. Follow us on Instagram, all the little links there that are included. Uh, subscribe, like us on YouTube, and uh, stay tuned for more. The set review is going to be a total of six installations. So far, this is a numero dos. Uh, so let's get right, right, right into it. We're talking about green. Uh, we chose, each of us chose two mythics or rares, and then we also chose two uncommons or commons. And so we're just going to uh, uh, divulge on those. We don't need to talk about every card. So let's, yeah, let's fucking do it. Quick, concise, talking about some sick cards. Getting the heck out of here. Not doing three hours on a set. All right, who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Why not? Uh, green. Rare. Conduit of Worlds. Two colorless. Green, green. You may play land cards from your graveyard. Tap it. Choose target non-land permanent card in your graveyard. If you haven't cast a spell this turn, you may cast this card. If you do, you can't cast additional spells this turn. Activate only as a sorcery. Seems good. Uh, right. Does two relevant things that are relevant to things you're already doing with the green mana. Uh, you know, there is uh, Crucible of Worlds, which is an artifact, but then there's also the Snake Shaman guy. Shit. Ramen up, excavate. Nice. Boom. Says the green player. Boom. Uh, there's interactions with lands hitting graveyards in green. If you're in Gitrog Monster, this seems relevant. If you're really doing anything in green and you have a slot in your 99... This card seems relevant. And then you can just tap it to cast a spell from your graveyard? Straight up. Any, yep. Shit. Anything. I mean, yeah. that's like, that alone is great, right? Like, Oh, it's uh, non-land permanent. Non-land permanent. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you get to play the lands, right? Yeah. Makes yeah but, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just pure value. Yeah. That like, is th- actually insane. This card is just pure upside, right? You're just going to be playing on your graveyard forever. It is the perfect counter to mill, which is also in this set. Yeah, I yeah, right. I talked about it so heavily in blue, but this is just like that the antithesis of that whole strategy. Uh this card I think is incredible mid-game fodder for like commander. I think mm-hmm. like, I definitely see this being a staple and popping up a lot in the future. Yes, it's just so generically good that anything you lose, I think the one thing you can say about cards and value in commander is if you have the ability to play them more than once or to double in effect, it's incredible and so this gives you that option I mean, to 1v1 like, too also like, yeah if you can start recurring shit like that is usually when games end yeah uh consistency is the key to power and the key to victory so conduit worlds really says um yeah you are going to have a very consistent deck if whatever permanent you lost last turn can continue to come back uh this also notably can recur your dominus if you somehow yeah dies. and uh a lot of times when you recur something from your graveyard, there's an exile uh, clause staple right. to it. That's a good point. Which is not on this one. Shit. So, you know, you can just replay that thing again and again and again until they run out of interaction at, at the table. Did you guys know there's tons of ways to untap permanence? Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Hmm. Yeah, this, uh, well, you, can, you can't cast additional spells this turn. Oh, you can't. That was like yeah. got around it. They yep. got around it. And you can you can only activate it as a sorcery, which is sort of limiting, but it doesn't like necessarily. It's still good. Yeah, it doesn't like break the timing. They realized that they were going to break it if they didn't say that. If Yeah, if they allowed you to break timing conditions <laughs> for like casting non-creature spells it'd be, <laughs> or non-land permanence, that would be insane. All right, fair enough. Uh, love that card. Moving on. Uh, it happened. We have it to talk about it. It happened. We have a Phyrexian dinosaur. Ayo. Woo! 
I love this card. Tyrannax Rex. It yeah, almost sounds shit, like a real dinosaur. Yeah, that shit's just uh, just sick. It's right? just a sick-ass dinosaur, bro. Yeah. It is four green, green, green for a sick-ass dinosaur, actual creature type. Uh, it is an 8-8 eight, eight with this spell can't be countered, trample, toxic four, ward four, and of course, haste. Yeah, yeah I mean, Wizards has a tradition of printing just good-ass, can't-be-countered, big, chunky dinosaur bodies. I'm used to in seeing... green. Yeah, I'm used to seeing in draft that the power is lower than the mana cost when there's a ton of words mm-hmm. on the fucking thing. They said nah. Nah, it's so pushed. <laughs> they said nah to that. Well, the, yeah, I mean, we've seen, like, Elder Gargaroth, which is one of the most pushed green cards of all time. And this looks at Elder Gargaroth and laughs in its face. Like, for seven mana, yes, you're, it's a steep climb to get there. You're going to get there, likely, in limited or draft. The fact that they gave it haste is just crazy to me. Yeah, it's just like, a goofy good it's, card. It's a yeah. new standard legal Carnage Tyrant, which yes. was, I think, pretty good back in the day. Um, it is slightly downgraded because it is Ward 4, not Hexproof. But, I mean, but yeah, Ward the, 4 the is amount of ups- effectively yeah, pretty close. It's also absolutely insane. Yeah. But the amount of upside on top of it is also worth the, that little discrepancy, I think. I think it's just... It's a sick ass dinosaur, dude. Yeah, if Carn- actual creature, creature typing. If Carnage Tyrant can bounce anywhere between thirty five and fifty dollars for non foil printing in standard, this has the potential for that. Oh yeah, this big boy's gonna be up there. Yeah, it's gonna be a good card, and you're gonna see a lot. You're gonna see it played a lot. There's just a lot of recursion happening right now, where like what we see in white all the time with um, Invoke Justice. You don't have to necessarily cast this card for its full cost. I think you that can, kind of strategy is happening more and more lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Faithful Mending popular. has been huge in the white-blue, like, filtering. Behold the multiverse. Like, yeah, and red, too, getting tons. Uh, Bitter Reunion at a Brothers War, tons of stuff like that. So, yeah, reanimation, definitely viable. Yeah, for this guy, just... I mean, the fact that, that like I said, haste, I think, is the biggest factor here. It's like... With reanimation strategies, you can bring something out and then it doesn't have the ability to swing, most likely. But this does. It just like can come out, deal eight damage to your face, and give you four poison counters. I also want to say, if we do see that the whole corrupted mechanic ends up having some decent payoffs that we like, this one hit with this makes somebody corrupted. Yeah, so it, the trample is just, you can't put enough in front of this if it touches you with one damage you get four poison counters i think yeah, it's right? a good card i think it's a good card it yeah. might be a good card someone called a sick-ass dinosaur and i'm inclined to agree. <laughs> yes that's all you really have to say it's great card uh my mythic for uh this set i'm choosing zopendrel hunger dominus uh like we had said the dominus cycle is just very very powerful almost mm-hmm. seems pushed uh we're gonna see uh how much these like push the limits but it's seven mana five and two green legendary creature phyrexian horror a four six with reach at the beginning of each combat double the power and toughness of each creature you control until end of turn you may pay two phyrexian green sacrifice two other creatures put an indestructible counter on zopendrel hunger dominus wow such a low cost for that activated ability yeah like ridiculous I, I, oh i'm paying four life all day like uh, if I can just continue a string of spells or like continue developing my board state, I'm paying that for life because at this point it doesn't really matter if I can give it an indestructible counter because you double the power and toughness of each creature you control at the beginning of each combat, mm-hmm. everybody's turn. So I, I think it's gonna be a great commander card because you, you get that trigger four times. 
uh, at each go around, but then it's also a 4 6 with reach. So technically an 8 12 with reach at the beginning of combat. Yeah, this with vigilance is like Woo! like any creatures you have with vigilance just become goaded. They like I'm swinging and you're not swinging at me. Yeah, I'm really targeting this in like for for let's say the Christmas land like deck for me in uh sealed is probably green white. Because the white being able to give things vigilance in this set is just actually just almost seems like it's much stronger than in other other draft formats. So I really like this card. I don't know if I'll end up playing it for myself in Commander. I don't know if it's my style technically, but in Standard, I think this is amazing because we just talked about all those reanimation abilities. Imagine just reanimating this and just mm-hmm. bringing out this big baddie who's just going to end the game. For sure, I don't have anything to add. Yeah, yeah, yeah just good card is good. Yeah, good if you're gonna card if, is good. If you're gonna do Timmy stuff, do it's Timmy, Timmy stuff. Timmy as fuck this. for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, Zopin Timmy is his name. Uh, all right, Jordan, what's your next one, dude? Nissa. We're talking about uh, you know all these planeswalkers. This one's pretty okay. Uh, Nissa Ascended Animist, three green green. Phyrexian green, Phyrexian green. So if you paid it all out, it would be seven. If you pay the two four life for two Phyrexian mana, it would be five. Uh, she either comes in as seven or five loyalty, respectively. So, you know, it's pretty par for the course mana-wise. Actually, pretty hot. I like to see that. Uh, uh, yeah, it would come in with three if you paid the four life. Oh, shit, you're right. That's how it's, complete it works. Yeah, it's wild that way. Five mana, three loyalty. I don't know. We'll see. Right, sorry, I didn't mean to pull the. Rope. No, I mean you might. I might have been gassing up too much. All right, let's go through the abilities and see if it's worth that. Uh, plus one, create an XX green Phyrexian horror creature token where X is its her loyalty. So, you know, you're gonna not go, good at either. Yeah, you make yeah. a four four once you if you pay the four life a four four or an eight eight with no evasive ability or additional tax. <laughs> yeah, that True. that hurts. That hurts. Hurts. Um, neg one is destroy target artifact or enchantment. I think it's going to be Good. great in limited, especially if you just because. I mean, obviously, a legendary planeswalker is going to be insane in limited, but uh, like, there's so many artifacts all over the place. It's nice to have the option in commander as well. Exactly. Yeah. True. 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 Where I mean. Green has this great destroy artifact or uh, enchantment uh, vibe stapled everywhere, and it's very highly valuable. Yeah, Vivian Reed, when it exactly. was first printed in Core 19, actually like saw a lot of play just for that one ability. Yeah. It's the same mana cost, or it was for five, and it had a minus two or whatever for destroy target artifact or enchantment. It was, it was great. So I will say I'm not completely sold on it so far on this card. Uh, <laughs> the ultimate is a neg seven ability until end of turn. Creatures you control get plus one plus one for each forest you control and gain trample. Uh, I mean, if you're paying the full cost and you're doing it the turn you cast her for a really chunky overrun effect, uh, that might be good. It's yeah. good in some format. It makes the creatures that it can then buff later. It is good in some format. Mono green is a deck in every format. Um yeah, I mean, it's just some Timmy bullshit. It's not really my kind of cup of tea, but uh, I can definitely see some mono green devotion players getting down to it. Yeah, my eyes get really wide when I read that last ability, and I, my, I just have this shit-eating grin on my face because like, if I'm casting it for its full thing or, again, to beat the dead horse, you happen to reanimate it with a repair and recharge or something like that uh, until end of turn because it'll come in with seven. Just yeah, naturally. you do get to all immediately, exactly. which is great. I will, mm-hmm. I will say that is a huge upside. And there aren't many like I, the potential for the plus one plus one for each forest you control and gain trample. It's just like 
if you're playing the card honestly but how much is that dominance you were just talking about that doubles power at every combat i would rather have that right 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 like i just think that's better um yeah i know you get i mean it might go in like elf ball or something for sure you know totally good i i think that it maybe doesn't see like play in multiple formats but Mm -hmm. we'll see what kind of life it has yeah for sure yeah um all right Ritter, what's your next rare? Uh, Bloated Contaminator. I love it. There we go. Uh, two colors, one green, 4-4 four, four Trample, Toxic 1. Whenever Bloated Contaminator deals common damage to a player, proliferate. Well, uh, three relevant lines of text. Good cost. I mean, uh, three CMC for four power and toughness is not a great rate at the pushed level of creatures, green creatures especially, but it's still pretty good. More power and toughness than it's CMC. Trample toxic trample getting that toxic through i do like i didn't even think about it until you said that earlier is the the one point of damage has to go through on the trample and then however many toxic they have stacks on top of it so yeah you really just have to get the one point through yeah i think that's gonna be really good yeah if you haven't listened to the blue episode i said it earlier but every instance of toxic is going to stack if you have a spell that gives a creature toxic one toxic two or whatever like if it already has toxic it adds it on top of that it counts the collective toxicity Mm -hmm. so um yeah if you're able to like stack those in some way it just gets crazy just the one point of damage trample plus toxic i like that it's really good yeah and this scary little crab snake demon phyrexia thing uh also proliferates that that poison counter once yeah. it gets yeah through. that's hot a pseudo toxic two in like innate so yeah exactly yeah that's built in yeah. if you're get, you know if it's getting the first poison counter it's definitely getting the second one yeah and green notably also has a lot of po- of oil counters yep like so y- and this- plus one plus one counters and other types of counters <laughs> yeah yeah green it's green it's what green does yeah <laughs> it's what green do yeah, we've been talking about green as like, uh, at least Jordan and I have at work, just about how green doesn't seem that strong. But then you sit back and you talk about it like you do here, and you're like, no, it's still pretty strong. Green does everything. It's green still, does everything. Yep. Uh, my final rare, I have it here. It is Venerated Rot Priest. It is going mm. for a $12 pre-order, which... As it should, it's going to go up in value, I feel like, from there. Ooh, I don't yeah. even know what this one is. Tell me. It really piqued my interest. It's a one green mana Phyrexian Druid with Toxic 1. Whenever a creature you control becomes the target of a spell, target opponent gets a poison counter. So whenever a creature you control becomes the target of a spell, target opponent gets a poison counter i just had to read that again because it's damn good yep yeah targeting it with your own spells basically just does the job this is the deck i was telling you i saw people starting to build already with that uh blue spell that has corrupted and then draw two cards is it's with the ivy gleeful spell thief yes and it gives it flying that's crazy because it just adds on the instance of toxic it gives it another time yeah so i think there's going to be a lot of cool stuff around this and you know uh, some very good build arounds that are not really going to be hard at all. Right. Yeah. I think yeah, I think there's some very viable strategies out of this. It's uh, a one drop. Yeah, it's a one drop. Love it, to see it. You had to yeah, they had to create the the green one drop that's just going to like warp a format. I'm curious in uh limited like drafting this set how many spells are you going to be able to get that can target your creatures? Like, sure, there'll be some buff effects and everything, some auras. Yeah, I mean, just looking at all five colors, you know, a little preview uh, of the full set, um, not a lot of spells that do that. Right, it doesn't seem... 
I think this is going to have not bigger, limited. Yeah, it's going to have yeah. a bigger impact outside of it for sure. There is particularly one card in this like draft format that does target your creature and is the best version of this effect ever printed, and that's Tyvar's Stand. Yo, we yeah. were talking about this. Yeah, yeah, that's actually crazy. Which would be crazy. So plus X plus X gains Hexproof and Indestructible until end of turn for X and a green. Just crazy. Yeah, we've been Instant seeing teeth. a lot of these green combat tricks and lately, and I think this Tyvar Stand is probably the best one we've seen yet. Yeah. Uh, it's really, really cool. All right. Uh, I'll start us off in the commons and uncommons. Now, I have been over the moon with this fact that you can add like instances of toxic to creatures. And I learned it from this card. It's called. It's a common from this set. It's called Plague Nurse. Three and a green creature, Phyrexian Cleric, with toxic two. And then it has pay two and a green each other creature you control with toxic gains toxic one until end of turn. Activate only once each turn. It is also a three four as its base stats. So still a chunky a chunky butt here. Uh, and then in the reminder text it says a player dealt combat damage by a creature with toxic also gets poison counters equal to that creature's total toxic value. Mm-hmm. So when so you toxic value is toxic value. I yes. see that. Yeah. I like that. Okay. That was that was what opened my eyes to the whole thing and I was that's why I felt it was necessary to bring this card up cuz I think in draft in limited this thing is sort of similar to like the celebrity fencer from New Capenna, the four drop that no one really pays mind to until it wins a few games and then they realize they just have to kill it every time because it's just going to end the game that much quicker. So, I really love this card. Um Looking forward to dra- drafting it, looking forward to targeting it in drafts and playing it to an annoying level. I got this sick little comment I want to talk about. It's Thirsting Roots. It's not it's not flashy, you know, it's not crazy. But what I'm seeing is in the common section, we're starting to see this creep where they're playing around with modality, they're playing around with a little, getting a little more value, a little more juice worth the squeeze, you know what I'm saying? It does two relevant things. Exactly. So yep. we just saw this in Bushwhack, where you get the uh, tutor for basic land, put it in your hand, blah, 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 but then you have the alternative, which, you know, it really goes a long way. Bushwhack lets you, a creature, fight another creature. This instance is replace that with Proliferate, where it's pretty simple, very straightforward card, but these cards are, are inherently pushed. There are two mechanics, like it is a card that exists plus one other ability you just get to choose which one you want i just can't even tell if this is better than bushwhack bushwhack is like one of the best fight spells ever printed bushwhack is sick yes but i mean if you're playing the corrupted deck if you're doing you know in draft this is going to be amazing if i'm i i definitely think the the toxic plus trample synergy is not nothing i think it's going to be really good and this is goes right in the deck yeah i think a lot of these commons end up having more late game uh, effects than most commons in previous sets have had like i'd say like right like proliferate sets. always going to be good yes always good you pick this up and turn eight or whatever and you're like oh they've got eight poison counters i'm gonna put them that much closer to death yeah like one thing that like either lets you get a land in the early game make sure you curve out right or proliferate the last counter you need to alt a planeswalker out of nowhere like that's yeah that's crazy that's pretty good <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, I really see proliferate just kind of going off the charts. I'll run four of these, you know, proliferate somebody until they die with poison counters. Poison counters are in the set. Like these are, this is just going to be a great card. 
Yeah, for one mana to just exchange it for a land too, color figure right. itself. And I think oh. it's the stuff like this that's going to give like viability to the corrupted decks, to the the poison counter decks, the toxic decks. I think it's you got to have the small stuff like this that really helps the engine turn. Uh, and I think this is going to be a really good one for that. Sick guys, check out this transition. Hit me. Unnatural restoration, regrowth plus proliferate. Wow, modality. Modality. Check out our episode on modality. I'll put it in the description below. In the description below. Yeah. Return target permanent card from your graveyard to your hand. Proliferate. Green What's the casting co- cost? Green and a colorless. Wow. So they're just like, have yep. your cake and eat it too again. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Pure value. Do you hate regrowth? Well, then regrowth plus proliferating. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're already running this effect and you would get incidental value out of proliferate, there you go. Strict upgrade. Yeah. We saw, you know, like uh, that was what I ended up like combining with the ley line of anticipation was regrowth. To like get something back to hand. Pact if, of negation casted like twelve times. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's not salty at all about it. Oh, it's, it was great. It, I, was, it was super fun. Yeah, uh, <laughs> regrowth, such a relevant ability all the time. It's why I thought Balaged Recovery was going to be like one of those almost greatest of all time cards, like almost an auto include into the decks. Now, if you're for whatever reason able to capitalize off of proliferate, like you said, this is just an auto include. Now that uh, you have this option. Or you one-up me, so let me one-up you. <laughs> We're talking modality. Canker Bloom. Ooh. One in a green. for Great a th- card. Th- great card. One in a green for a 3-2 creature. A Phyrexian Fungus. Let's fucking go. <laughs> you know what? This card looks like a version of a card you love to play with more upside. It, Cathar Commando. Commando. Yeah, 100%. So yeah, it says one, sacrifice it, choose one. Destroy target artifact, destroy target enchantment, or, believe it or not, proliferate. <laughs> it's pretty freaking sick. It is a 3-2, which, holy God. Wow. Um, yep. I just played a ton of Brothers War, and Rock Hunter, which is a one and a red, a two mana, three one, did some work. I can only imagine a 3-2 with actual huge activated ability upside. Um beware this card is going to be very good yeah yeah block sack to like pop something and then negate the damage you also if you just don't get a creature out turn two like you're you're just gonna bully them until they get something out in which case you're gonna destroy it in which case they don't get something out and you're gonna proliferate like they're gonna lose six life before they actually handle it yeah so there there's a lot of gas on it i think and yeah modality across the board i think this set is just spewing modality they're putting on everything they want every card to do two jobs uh, and it's going to be sick. I think it's going to be great and limited. It means you always have options. Uh, and it's also going to allow cards to scale to our other formats like Commander. Yeah, talking about modality and pulling the weight, I think, well, this one doesn't have much modality, but it definitely pulls the fucking weight. My last uh, uncommon and common is Evolving Adaptive. I think this thing Ooh, is yeah. going to go nuts. Yep. Ouch. I think it's going to go nuts. If you draft this or you get it in your sealed box, this is crazy because Evolving Adaptive, a Phyrexian Warrior, 0, zero doesn't sound very good so far. Evolving Adaptive enters the battlefield with an oil counter. Evolving Adaptive gets plus one, plus one for each oil counter on it. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, if that creature has greater power or toughness than Evolving Adaptive, put an oil counter on Evolving Adaptive. That's like a Phyrexian Experiment 1, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, it it's funny that the two, uh, you know, like evolve and adapt, like those are very similar mechanics. They just 
glued them together and they're like, hey, check out this thing that's going to win you the game. Third mechanic, let me just pitch it to you real quick. Proliferate. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's literally why I'm so hot on it. It's just going to be a one mana 5-5 like half the time, bro. Yeah. It's going to be insane. 100%. And if you listen to our last episode uh, when we were talking about like some of the new spoilers from this set, I think that Magmatic Sprinter is one of the better cards in the set. Like it's an, uh, it, it just, when it enters the battlefield, you put two oil counters on something. And if this is on your battlefield and if it, it just goes crazy, it becomes a one mana three, three for with that ability. And then the Magmatic Sprinter bounces back to your hand and there's a battlefield again. Well, actually it would be a four, four because Magmatic Sprinter's power is greater than mm-hmm. the evolving adaptive. So be a four, four, the turn comes out, enters again, gives it two more counters bounces back you know just keep rinse and repeat you can bully people with this card all day i just it rewards you for playing on curve and you just playing Mm -hmm. gradually larger creatures so if you just play a really well-built limited deck it kind of just says good job you win the game or even in standard build mono green stompy just with a perfect curve yeah this i would love to drop this turn one this or venerated rot priest Mm -hmm. turn one all day yeah Yeah, just like one two three move up yep hey do you guys like to proliferate? What if I told you you could proliferate twice off of one card? Shut the front. In the uncommon slot, expand the sphere. Ooh. Look at the top six cards of your library, put up to two land cards from among them onto the battlefield tapped, and the rest on the bottom of your library in ran mortar. So, doing something green likes to do, which is ramp, mm-hmm. at a good rate, three colorless, one green. But, second part of the card, if you put fewer than two lands onto the battlefield this way, proliferate a number of times equal to the distance e- e- equal to the difference oh i mean I like i'll pay this. for to proliferate twice yeah like pay for proliferate twice pay for put two lands onto the battlefield pay uh, for proliferate once put one land onto the battlefield. so this is yes. yeah so this is almost has modality i, I yeah, mean it definitely. does have modality yeah, yeah, it's three different modes that's Gives very very cool yeah yeah it says up to so you don't have to make the choice if you right. look and you reveal two lands you don't have to put them out. Nope. That's the thing about like green in this set is I think it's going to incidentally end the proliferation is just going to incidentally mm-hmm. end the game. Uh, sometimes on accident. I think you're going to be like racking your brain like, all right, I have a few cards left. How the fuck do I kill this guy? And be like, oh, he's already at eight. I'm just yeah. going to proliferate twice real quick. <laughs> Give and then, some else. Yeah, it, yeah. Seriously, I think it's going to like end games yep. kill people makes, real quick yeah it makes uh the cards that are normally only good at the early game when you're playing on curve makes them better in the late game mm-hmm. like when you pick them up like there's nothing that's going to be bad if you're drawing something that has proliferation on it like it's going to be good in the late game i think there's a deck to be built that's going to like get you to corrupted early in the game and then maybe peter out in the mid game but can still close out by just proliferating yes. you know once right. you have those counters. even if like even you get to the point where you're a creature based deck and they've removed all your you know, cards you know like the grixis deck did the grixis thing and board wiped everything mm. you just gotta get them enough poison counters where the rest of your deck is just proliferating yeah get you're them. in green you're somehow doubling poison counters you have you know all those cards that where you had the modal choice to proliferate early in the game, you were taking the ramp option. Late in the game, you're taking the proliferate option. Boom, 10 poison counters, dead opponent. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see a harmony, a strategy where a harmony of creature strategy plus non-creature strategy can like coexist and actually do Yeah, well. and I bet that deck list in standard is going to look like junk, absolute junk that you're <laughs> right? putting in, in other decks, but it's just going to synergize right, sort of like um those cycling decks in Aquaria. Yeah, you know? it's just going to work. 
It's going to do its thing. It's going to be a build around, but that's awesome. It's probably going to be a cheap-ass deck, too. For yeah, sure. There's yep. just a bunch of cards that have, like, there are two drops that have, like, Toxic and uh, Death Touch. Like, there's a green that's a common that is one and a green. It's a 1-3 Toxic 1 Death Touch. And you're just like, okay, so I'm at least getting through. Yep. Yeah, like, High enough yeah. Lose your those creature to, yeah. or <laughs> take yeah. one Toxic. And he's just got a ridiculously big butt. You're like, why does he need three Toughness? Yeah. That's uh, what I'm talking about, the set, man. It's just every little piece of room they could take it, they, they, they took. They took every inch they could. Yep. They could. Yeah, great design on this set. Yeah, I, I think it's great. I think the flavor is awesome. The names on all this stuff is super cool. The creature super types are very fun. Yeah. Uh, guys, I think we should go play some Magic. It's freaking Magic Mondays, y'all. Are you guys ready to turn some cardboard sideways? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Thank you guys for listening to the Mock Stars podcast. Again, subscribe, like this video. You can find all of our links to our social media stuff in the description below. Yeah, follow us so you can see the rest of our set review. Exactly. And the previous video, we have a sweepstakes going. If you comment on that video, you'll enter to win a Mock Star sticker, which we will send to you free of charge. Competition is hot right now. It is hot! Way. So do it fast. Get in quick. Yep. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Bye-bye. Deuces.